What's good, everybody? First, before you listen to this podcast, I just want to say I love you guys and just appreciate with all my heart. Um, I hope everybody's doing super well. I also want to talk about the new hit show, Tea with Gary V, every morning, 9 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Gary, um, Tea with Gary V, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., two hours of me doing Q&A with people individually the deepest, deepest in-depth that I've ever done, more than Ask Gary V. I'm super excited about it. It's on facebook.com slash Gary every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's a smash if you go on social media, people are freaking out. Maybe my best content pillar ever. If you wanna get your questions on it, you can ask at 212-931-5731 on my community app. That's where we're taking the questions from, and what I mean by that is you ask the question there, use hashtag T with Gary V, and then somebody from my team goes in there and contacts you and actually gets you to be in the prompt for asking the question on the show in video form on Zoom, which is the infrastructure I'm using to then distribute out to Facebook. T with Gary V, the new smash hit show, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. West Coast, wake up at that 5.45 time, brush your teeth and get on it. We got a lot of West Coast people on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope I see you there. Love you guys. See ya. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Yeah, okay, it's T with Gary V. Sipping in for V. I know patience is the key. Putting out all of my for free. This is T with Gary V. Might go make a flip. Take a re- uh, Good morning, everyone. April 27th, Monday. Uh, hope you and your loved ones are super well and good. I am in the building. I'm ready to go right into it. Tea with Gary V is live. Dustin on the ones and twos. Let's get right into it. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's good, Rich? How are you doing, Gary? Thank I'm you really for doing this. I'm really happy to be here. I was going to go straight into it. Let's do it. Um, so I got my notes right here. So I'm like looking at, so I want to get your opinion on places quantity for uh, consistency purpose of uh, the content. Uh, so basically, um, yeah, I'm a sound engineer and uh, you see a lot of uh, online content, DJs doing live streaming, uh, artists uh, doing radio shows. Hey, Dustin, can uh, we get, can we get Richard set? Let's, it's just chopping too much. Richard, let work with Dustin. We're going to try to get you set up properly because it's just too choppy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're... Let, let's get to the next question, Dustin. Let's work on Richard on the back end, get him back in. Sergio, what's good? Doing very well, man. Good morning. How's everything morning. for you today? Really well. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. Very nice. Yes, sir. So, um, hey, um, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me today, man. It's an honor to be on. Uh, I've been following you for a while and uh, finally really starting to implement a lot of the things that you know, you've been talking about, especially in terms of pillar content. Um, I have a combat sports and culture podcast called The Fight Podcast that I've been growing. Uh, for about the last two and a half years, I have over 200 episodes. I have over 50 plus interviews. And um, I'm at the point now where I'm actually really trying to um, to grow the brand. So uh, just a long story short, like I said, Black and Puerto Rican from Chicago. And uh, I used to compete in, uh, in lifelong martial arts. I used to compete, loved it. And I had uh, aspirations of going pro. Uh, unfortunately, had cancer, wasn't able to continue. But for me, I love the sport and I want to continue being ingrained in the sport. And the more I went on, I realized that there was a real lack of diversity, especially when it came to combat sports media. And that's something that I'm really, really passionate in. I'm not able to compete, but I still want to have something to do with the sport. So I've been doing this for about the last two and a half years. 
And uh, the the um, the advice that I've gotten was from people who are mentors of mine, but they're in the broadcast. They're like, let's just focus on getting as much information as you can and getting your reps up. So I feel like I have that now. I want to build my pillar of content. I'm starting to do that specifically with my YouTube page. Um, I have a lot of podcasts, but now I'm building that. But unfortunately, I have someone, for instance, who has a much larger following than I do. Not only do they have a much larger following than I do, they have a huge name. They have a similar name on YouTube. So it's making me difficult to be found on YouTube. Would you have any this advice is, on how is, to do that? Yeah, yeah, to not worry about that. I mean, that is, okay. that's a complete non-factor. There's always mm-hmm. gonna be somebody with more followers. There's always gonna be somebody bigger, stronger, prettier, more money. It's just completely irrelevant. You being able Absolutely. to be found on search mm-hmm. on YouTube, if you're, if you're in a place where you're worried about being found organically on search mm-hmm. on YouTube, then you're not gonna win because then you're transactional, you're not a brand. Right. You understand? So I should just, okay. Like, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're worried about, like, I'm not getting my proper views because this other Sergio Vincente type character is stealing my mm-hmm. then you're not winning. Like, because okay. if people want to watch you, they're going to find you. Absolutely. You understand? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, straight up. Like, mm-hmm. like if people, you know, there's people that share names with more famous people. Absolutely. Michael B. Jordan's name is Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he had to drop the B in there, but he still got found he's still getting his flex so i'm not worried about that at all Mm -hmm. Um, i'm worried that you're worried about that okay okay so like that that, that's that's just something you need to spend spending any energy on alternative you know situations aka other people Mm -hmm. or what they're up to has historically always been a losing formula absolutely it just means so that, just not, that minute on... that, that minute that you're and you know how it is, right? Once you get captivated by some other, now you're watching it. Now you're like just you're wasting time. Every minute you're worried about like what he, what's his thumbnail, what's his title, mm-hmm. you know what what's going on there, or he's got a bigger name. Every minute you spend on that is a minute you're not spending on your community. Absolutely, absolutely. So with my focus is as opposed to sitting there and actually even worrying about that. Just keep plugging away. Focus on making sure I'm put, putting as much plugging content away, as possible. Pl- yes, but also reading the the comments and understanding if people actually enjoy it and if it's bringing mm-hmm. value and then mixing up your game if it's not. Absolutely. You know, the biggest strength I have is the evolution of my content, not just the content. It's listening and reading every comment. You know, the reason I was so good at engaging with everybody on Twitter early on and even to this day still engage more than most people at you know at the volume that I get is because I'm actually reading the comments. So just adding the yo what's up or love or thank you is not super hard. Most people don't read the comments, bro. Absolutely. No, it makes sense. So read the comments and adjust, but also not just take what your audience wants if you don't want to do it. So it's this fine balance between what are you trying to pull off and what do they want from you. That's a whole nother thing. No, and and I feel that, and that's why even for myself, I've been trying to make sure I'm bringing out as much micro content as I can, and even doing things. So specifically, I'm even doing something like like my own show on like IG Live. That's kind of building off of that, you know. So, what do you want, Serge? What do you want to happen? In terms of that, what I want to do is I want to make macro, 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 like from a professional standpoint. Forget about like bringing, you know, like what do you want to happen? I want to be the biggest name in combat sports media. I want to be. The black and Puerto Rican Joe Rogan. Uh, that, that, is the, that is the goal. Good. So first, be the black and Puerto Rican Sergio Vicente. You yeah. know, but I understand what you're saying. Listen, yeah, absolutely. Rogan plugged away for years. Rogan, you know, okay. at this point in your, your career, Rogan was playing stand-up shows for 13 people in Iowa. True. 
So like, absolutely. But it's really true, Sergio. Yeah. It's really true. Like, like where people get confused is where Rogan's at now comes on the back with 20 years doing stand-up when mm. nobody gave up. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but I, I, I know. But I really want to drill this into the you and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, two years ain't. Absolutely. But a lot of people think it is. So just continue building in terms of the you know pillar content, and even if I have my pillar content, I want to make sure that. By the way, everybody who's everybody who's trying to understand what Sergio is saying, because I I know a lot of you might be like, what's pillar content? If you if you Google Gary V content model, pillar content is like a podcast or a vlog that mm -hmm. is like your main thing, and then what you do is you look you take it and you post at it, just like this is my main thing right now. Tea with Gary V is a pillar content, and I'm sure everybody who follows me on Instagram seeing the clips in you know, in in Instagram, that's how you take the micro content from the pillar content, just so everybody knows. But yeah, the main the main thing, Sergio, that I really wanna make sure you know is that Joe Rogan, two years into his career, on this exact day, on this exact many days in, the way you're in, was doing stand-up for seven minutes on a set in some club in San Francisco and nine people watched. Absolutely. And yeah. I need people to understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, two years into my content career, I had 140 winos watching me on an old YouTube desktop only, no mobiles out yet. The mobile <laughs> phone wasn't even invented yet, as we know it. You know, like, so like, right. I need people to wake up what I mean by patience. No, I, I understand that. And by the way, you've been going out of two years, 98% yes, of this room that's like upset that it hasn't happened, mm -hmm. you know, are three episodes in. Yeah. People don't get it, bro. And I, and don't get me wrong, like I love doing this. The goal for me is I want to make sure I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I want to, if I'm, I'm paid I'm being a media person, I love I'm it. I'm hearing you. Yes, I, sir. That's why I'm not giving you the do you love it speech. I'm giving you mm -hmm. the you got a lot more work to do speech. Absolutely. All right, man. Take care. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Richard, what's good? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, clear right better. now. It's very it choppy. Feels better on my end. Okay. Yeah, on my end, yes. So the DJs. Okay, cool. The, cool. I, I see all that. We're talking about quantity, quality. Keep going. Yeah. So um, basically, uh, yeah. So I noticed that every I, a lot of people doing different things to share the content, but I noticed that the a lot of corner corners uh, when it comes to audio quality, streaming quality. I'm I'm the artist who really. Uh, how can I say? Can I say? Very cautious. Very cautious about the. The packaging content content so i i wanted to ask and see with is there is um that that dustin we're having dustin we're gonna have to get let's get him set yeah. up tomorrow because we're having a quality conversation and his stuff's all chopped up let's go to the next one dustin let's give this <laughs> yeah sure we'll get this figured out bro if even if not tomorrow no, let's no problem. appreciate you all right let me just say what's up Big up to Ed, bro. James Hurston, Carolyn G. What's good? Kareem Hayes in the building. Card guy Cody. What's good? You know Adam Griffin. What's good? Summer Winter. What's good? What's good? Hakeem Draper. What's up? What's up? What's up? Jat and Felipe Munoz. Appreciate it. Rap and Combat. What's good? Saint Love Kick. What's good? Samira Tosh. All right, Dust. Jessica, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm super well. Um, I'm trying to navigate uh, several jobs and, of course, trying to get some side 
things going and I'm getting a little overwhelmed with the social media between the LinkedIn, the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok, like everything is just trying to post more than once a day. It's, and then of course, working several jobs. I only have maybe an hour a day because sometimes, well, right now it's been a lot easier because of the quarantine. I've had a, a couple of jobs lay me off, but fortunately I have two others that I'm still working on. So I feel like I have a little bit more time, but I know when the quarantine is lifted and I go back, I'm work, I'm, you know, I'm up at 5.30 and I'm working till like nine. So I only have about an hour for social media. First of all, it's amazing. Your work ethic is inspiring. So, you know, a couple things here. One, you can't beat yourself up. Obviously you're carrying so many jobs because they're all paying at a micro level. And so the combination of it allows you to kind of like pay your bills, right? So there's three core things here. One, not beating yourself up that you only have one hour when you're working so hard. And then yes, it will take longer, but you're fulfilling your responsibilities while building towards your future. So judgment of yourself. Two, are you overthinking your content on social so then it's slow, right? Like if you're over worried about production value or perfection, that could be another thing, right? One of the, well, one of the, the, one of my jobs is in mortgage lending. And with that, I have to be careful of what I post. Of course. A lot of people depend on making sure that I know my stuff and with mortgage lending, it changes on the daily. It changes every day I wake up, it changes. So I have to be, so yeah, that does take a lot that a makes sense. Bit of time. But I like assume your side thing, sure. but isn't your side thing around, what's your side thing, your social media side thing? Working out, um, basically. So that's, what I'm, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, okay. you know, I'm talking about that hour. Okay. In that hour, when it's overwhelming, my question is, are you overthinking it, over-perfectioning it? That's number two. And then number three for your situation is, you know, is there any way to lower your expenses so you don't have to cover four jobs to right. pay for your lifestyle? Like what's going on on the expense side with roof and transportation and food? Um, and then uh, the thing that I always get most excited about, which is, you know, what other things are being bought that are leading to a vicious mm -hmm. cycle? Because you're in a hardcore cycle, right? 530, right. 930. You're right. just you're just working to sustain. I mean, you're just working. Well, it's nice because the three, well, the three of them are part time and I get to make my own hours. And once I get, so if I get a loan, it, a lot of that depends on timing. And so I focus just on that and I put the other two aside. So it's more of, I work full time, um, you know, nope. seven to three. Mm -hmm. And then from three to whenever I work, if I have a loan, I'm in there and I try to get the loan out the door because yep. timing is everything to these realtors. Um, what would you like to happen, Jess? Um, like in the super macro, are you trying to oh, have a life and well, uh, lifestyle, health and wellness platform that that's your full-time career or is it something else? Um, honestly, I'm still mm -hmm. trying to figure that out. That's why that's okay. I just started... Start, I just started listening to your content in August and I was like, okay, now I really have to start this. Started a couple of pages and then now I'm just kind of working, um, you know, getting them. I mean, I'm not worried about followers and how much I have and things like that. I know it's like watering a plant. You just got to wait till it grows. Um, but my but, problem but is- But we all want to see a little traction to give you a little optimism that, you're, that the water's hitting the roots. Right, true. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, I guess my yeah, my other issue is that within that hour, I have to do social media for not only the working out but the mortgage as well. So that hour is for both. 
Yeah, I get it. And it's I mean, hard. have you considered maybe cutting one of the the one of the um, other kind of part-time jobs to give you back that two to four hours? I have, I really have. But sometimes when a loan comes in and I push everything aside, it's just all it is is just for that loan. Um, but that makes sense because that's where your economics are. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. but I mean, but sometimes the loan's not coming in, but you're still going to that part-time. Which what's the of the part-time jobs? What What do you mean? Which one do you like the least of the three? Oh, geez. Um, it's the part-time at a private school. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, a... I, I would highly, highly debate cutting that one out to give you... Yeah. How many hours a week are you putting into that? For that one, it's only three hours. It's not that much. I want, I want those three back. Because yeah. that three is going to give you less tension on what you've started getting focused on since August. And now you're down to four hours. And you're going right. to be able to get a lot more done. And that's four hours... But it's really six because the transportation, the time, the prep, you know, it's not just the three hours yeah. you're in that building. Yeah. And then I guess my other question is how do you not get lost in starting this, having so many avenues, having a job and then a hustle? And then how do you, how do you not get lost in that? By, by realizing you're looking to be found, not that you're lost. Okay. It's perspective. Yeah, if, that's if true. You, you see where I'm going? If you looked yeah. at it as this is the process that I'm, doing to get found versus am I lost in this? No different than when I, you know how much I hate exercising? I hate it more than the Patriots. Well, I'll tell you something. But real quick, let me finish this thought and then just jump in. But when I'm doing it, I'm like, this is me. I don't like this, but this is doing something good for me. And then it became something good in my mind. You just need to make that something good in your mind that you're not getting lost. You're, you're working through the process of being found. That's true. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, anytime somebody goes to work out, I always tell them, nobody, like, not even myself, I love working out, but I love the after process, not Me going too. into it. Oh my God. The after is going into such, it's never good. And, and, that's, and that's what you need to do here. You're not lost or helter or skelter. You're in the process mm-hmm. of finding what you want. Perfect. Good thank luck. you. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much for doing You're that. You're welcome. Derek M., what's good? Mike Z., what's good? Yogi C., what's good? St. Love Kick, one more time for you. All right, leave a comment if you haven't. Let's keep it going. Raiden. Yo, what's up, Gary? How are you? Life is good, bro. First thing, thank you. I mean, for all the people that can't say it, thank you. You know what I'm saying. Um, My question is, so I graduate in December with an accounting degree. Um, I'm just going to read it off, so I don't miss anything. Um, How do I balance wanting to try every job field that I'm interested in? Um, I've always wanted to coach basketball or be involved with the game somehow. Um, but at the same time, I also love flipping stuff. Um, and like I said, I'm an accounting major. So like I'm balancing all those things um, and just like looking to find somewhere where I can like give everything. Cause like I know how I work and like I work my face off. Like, What's the fear of picking one? I guess it's just getting started. Like I've been like the other day, everybody's like, a lot of people are fussing about quarantine and stuff. And like, yep. oh, this is a crisis and all, whatnot. I literally sat on a Zoom call with college coaches for three hours and listened to them teach. Like that would have never happened if this didn't happen. That's right. So like this, the fact that like, I mean, I go to Memphis. So like I've I, mess, I DM'd the coach and I was like, hey coach, like how can I get on this? And he just sent me the link. Like stuff like that. So like I'm, I'm working to like get in. Um, but then also I love, you talked one time about juggling. Like if you got 17 balls in the air and you drop three, you still got 14. But if you got three and you drop three, you got nothing. Or if, you, um, or if you got one, but you're looking over in the corner and you're like, I like that ball better. That's what most people that are watching right now exactly. are doing. They're juggling one. They think they're on the focus. The problem is they don't like their ball. Exactly. And so like, I, I, like, I love juggling. Like your so, structure. So, 
So do that. Yeah. Because you're asking me to not juggle. You're, no, no, you no. like, I you like, like I think no. the question's like, where to start? Where to start with what? Like finding the actual career. Like, and I know like career is like a different term than it was 20 years ago because we're not like locked in. Like I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor, I'm a whatever. Um, so like, I think just having peace. Well, let's and, break like, it down. You know, flipping is, is a career and an entrepreneurship that you can just flip. We've made, I've made easily like my parents, myself, like I've made two grand off Facebook in the last three weeks selling stuff. We've been going crazy, bro. Like I just, I moved out of my room because the audio was messed up. My room is like, I just been going through it. What can I sell? Love it. Makes me happy. I love when people are like, listening and executing. It's real, right? Yeah. 100%. I found so, you on trash. So, like, yep. That's, it's so easy. So, and so much. So fun. So why not that? Why can't that be the starting point? I think the thought with that one is like scalable. Like how do I make it bigger? And I know like more time into it is easy. You can make a hundred thousand dollars. There's flippers that make a million dollars. They start with one-off stuff and then they realize they want more scale. And then they start wholesaling from closeout places and doing Amazon versus eBay. Yeah. I, I think you actually don't think it's a career, which is why that one's like, I think what you're asking is like the basketball coaching one more than, or whatever, more than the flipping one. Cause the flipping one you've already started. Right. And I remember like I had a teacher at school, like I'm an accounting major. That's already, like, that's already a bad start to a sentence. What? Teacher at school? <laughs> yeah. I remember when I had a teacher at school. I can't oh. wait to hear the rest of this thing. Go ahead. You're going to love this. So like, I'm literally like walking down the hall one day and I was like, she's like, what do you want to do for a career or whatever? I was like, I think I want to end up coaching basketball. And she's like, well, that could be a hobby, but that's not really a job. Yeah. I want to turn her face. I was like, Penny Hardaway is on this campus right now. Like, who, what are you talking about, dude? Like, this is like, this is multi-million dollar industry. Um, by the way, by the way, if it was a $48,000 industry, you'd be exactly. happy, which, oh, by yep. the way, is how much she's getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Like, I literally wrote down last night when I was looking through, like, questions. Um, you post on LinkedIn that day. It's not how much money you make, but rather how you make your money. Like, bro, 100%. that's it. Like, and, and even more importantly that. than that, I appreciate That's more about, like, don't be a scam artist. To me, the bigger one is if we have to redefine success equals happiness, not money. Yeah, exactly. Like if that teacher, who I'm sure is lovely, if she thought success meant happiness, not money, she would have been proud of you when you said, I want to coach basketball. Yeah. Because coaching basketball, as somebody who wants to coach basketball, sounds like a lot of happiness to me. Heck yeah. I put out a post on LinkedIn and I was like, I got a bunch of like colleagues at school and stuff. And I was like, if every job paid the same amount, what would you be? And I had a buddy of mine post like, I'd be the ball boy for my favorite professional soccer team. Like that is happiness. Like that's doing I, what you- I think a lot about that. I think a lot about being the ball boy for your favorite soccer team, making 41,000 a year, 29,000 a year, and then subsidizing it with side hustles that you like. And, and like, I just wish people knew that there's as many people making fifty-two thousand a year happy as there are making fifteen million. There just is. It's, it's you know we tracks. just ha- we have to. Into- once we redefine success, starting in a capitalist country like America, but many other places in the world, if we can figure it out as a collective, you know, eight billion people to make that happy, not money, we could yeah. the world would be in a four hundred trillion time better place. Well, I think you're, I think you're starting that. I think like, I mean, like as a 20 year old male, like you're doing that. So, all right, so last t- thing. Yeah. Well, you can, you finish and I'll ask you. I think you have your career flipping in front of you. I think the basketball one is you've already learned how to do it. You DM coaches and Eric Spolstra coaches the heat. He, you know, reached out cold to do videotape for Pat Riley and away he went. 
Yeah. Who makes the playoffs first, Knicks or Jets? Jets. <laughs> Jets? And it won't be next year, but that's how worried I am about the Knicks. <laughs> Bro, I wanted y'all to take Antonio Gibson so bad. Yeah. I, I thought there was a I real – I thought there was a chance. I thought yeah, there was a chance. For sure. Anyway, I appreciate th it. thank you, brother. Take care. Thank Talk to you soon. You can be really happy if you know how to manage your money at 50K a year. If you don't spend 70,000 a year, you're set. Or, yeah, let's keep this going. Sean. Hey, Gary. How are you? I'm quite well. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for everything, like everybody says. Thank you. Um, I will jump right into it like everybody else. Uh, I'm a leader in the restaurant industry. Okay. Right now, it's obviously a little, a little harder. Yep. Um, I've always been able to do what I love, um, whether it's this or professionally dancing before this. Um, but it's getting harder and harder to, to do that. And even before this pandemic, the restaurant industry was, I think, in a little trouble because costs are increasing and people's perception of what food costs uh, wasn't adjusting accordingly. That's, that's because most people don't build brand, which allows them to charge more. Tr most restaurants are transactional based on location, based on you know just history. I couldn't agree with you more, but I don't think that was, I don't think that's the issue of the world and customer expectation. I think that's the issue of restaurateurs who are not adjusting to the reality of the marketplace. I really yeah, mean I that. Guess, yeah, uh, I guess a lot, I mean, a lot of restaurateurs are kind of stuck in their ways, but now that we kind of have a restart, what do you think are the business models and or ideas we uh, I think somebody I think, should be pursuing. I, I think restaurants need to realize they're omni-channel, aka catering, delivery, and the restaurant itself, and maybe even in the CPG business, consumer product goods, taking their number. If I'm a restaurant right now, I'm inventing an incredible peanut butter dessert with my dessert chef, and then I'm starting a peanut butter brand on the back of it, like literally the peanut butter explosion. You know, and then in the line items of the description on the menu, it's like, you know, Jets peanut butter is the peanut butter we use. And then I'm packaging Jets peanut butter and literally selling it for $19 a jar on Amazon and jetspeanutbutter.com. I'm being an entrepreneur. Everyone's, this is, Sean, this, you, you, I think you can see you hit a button because, and let me tell you where the energy is coming from. I have a lot of friends in the restaurant business. Yeah. And they keep crying and I keep telling them they have to innovate. Like, like you know, you know who else cried? BlackBerry. Problem. The iPhone came. Nobody cried for BlackBerry, right? You know who else cried? Kmart, J.C. Penney's, and Sears. They were the leaders. Nobody cried for them because Walmart and Amazon came along. I'm not gonna cry for a restaurant who hasn't done in evolving their business for 11 years and just relies on people showing up to their front door. I'm not. I'm not gonna cry for them. Get a charismatic bartender. Change the menu. Start marketing on Instagram. That, man, that. Because once you build a brand, all of a sudden your chicken marsala can be $28 instead of $22, which saves you on the cost of the rising marsala. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not. No, I completely agree. No, but I'm passionate about this one. No. Everyone's crying. Well, guess what? Like, like so many of my friends are like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, we have friends that are killing it because they actually believed in Postmates and Uber Eats and you were ideological lazy because it was working. You, you lost. 
Like that's just, you have to understand that's raw, but that's the truth of business. Like that's just the game. Yep. Like that's the reality. The market is the market is the market. If you think a customer is supposed to cry that your broccoli costs are up, they don't give them a So when you're talking to your friends, do you ever think of if you just did this, like almost a new, like a, a tactic outside of the traditional delivery curbside pickup, is there any something that you're like, this, this concept could work? Yes, the one, I, even the, the, one, the one I just told you about the peanut butter. Gotcha, if that. you're a restaurant, serve your own butter and start a butter brand and sell it on Amazon. If gotcha. you're a restaurant, serve your own salt and pepper, name it, brand it instead of basic salt and pepper and do something. Like when you go to the fanciest restaurants, you know how they play at the five-star level. They're like, the butter is brought to us by cows from Vermont and the cow's name is Don. And it's like a whole show. That's how they charge you a thousand dollars a meal instead of twenty eight dollars a meal gotcha brand and then uh brands sometimes depend on uniqueness um when you're doing brand especially on social media for restaurants same tactics as an individual probably yeah 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 i mean like you know it's all storytelling how do we how can we compel you to get excited and a lot of times that's the personality of the chef or the bartender or the hostess or the owner you know like or it's the it's the unique way. You know, like what, you know what always gets me? Always. The people that have burgers and they talk about the grill, how they've never cleaned it in 29 years. So all the on it, I'm like, man, I'm gonna, next time I'm in Virginia, I'm gonna, before I go to that meeting, I'm gonna go to that place because I gotta taste what's on the grill. Yeah. You know, like it's storytelling. This is all storytelling. Like, tell, you know, convince people why they need to go to your place. 90% of restaurants just like, Focus on location. Yeah. I'm here. Like as if like being in business for 20 years is the reason you should be doing well. Literally one of my friends like, Gary, I've been here for 22 years. I'm like, and? <laughs> Gives a that you've been there for 22 years. Yeah. I'm a local institution. To who? So it's, so it's still a good time to enter the restaurant industry if you're Best. willing to do things. Best. You ready for this? Here's why. Post-COVID, People not paying rent, everything got rent's gonna be down. There's never, my man, there's never a bad time to start a good business. Awesome. The problem is people are starting to realize they were sitting on bad businesses because the first six years they poured their heart and soul into it, but now it's cruising and they're in passive income mode because their management works, their location works. Well, guess what? No such thing as passive in business because there's always a tornado waiting to hit you. This time it was. COVID. And I'm in, I'm actually in Tennessee. So we got hit by a tornado and then COVID. So there, I, I think there is tons of and massive amounts of opportunity right now. So I just want to Jesus make sure we are grasping it. You know? Yeah, I agree, Sean. Like, first of all, that's crazy. That's I, when that happens, when I make up analogies and the person's like, yeah, I actually, that just with me. Anyway, listen, brother, it's hard, but it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. People need to know what they're signing up for when they start a business. Yeah. It's the hardest thing. It got really glamorized the last decade because entrepreneurship got cool. Because Justin Timberlake played Sean Parker and, and, and like delivered a really cool line in a movie that everybody watched and it exploded, right? And then the internet came and characters like me popped up. But they didn't see what we did for 15 years. They don't see what we're doing at night. They don't see me last night at 11 p.m. going through emails worrying about a pitch today. And you know, like it's work. And that's the key is like restaurant tours are known for doing 14, 18 hour days, six, seven days a week, which is a normal thing. Like it's, it's, it's just normal. Yeah, that's the normal. But but it's where you put your time now versus what 
they're used to putting their time, right? Do you hire people to do those tasks that have been known for the past 15 years? And then we can focus on these new tactics. That's, I guess that's where so many restaurants, so many restaurants thought pouring another 50,000 into renovating the bar was what they needed to do when they needed to hire somebody to do social media every day. It's about decisions, bro. It's about decisions, you know? Makes a lot of sense. Thank you very much. You got it, brother. Great conversation. Thank you for spurring it. Thank you. Yeah. It was good. It was super interesting. I'm sure, I hope that helps a lot of people because it's real. This is a raw game. Like, you know, this is not for the faint-hearted. Like, owning a business is like, like parenting a child. It's forever, you know? It's not when your kids go off to school and it's over. It's forever. Parenting a child goes until you die. Every day you'll worry. You ever see those 90-year-olds that are like hanging out with their 70-year-old son and still telling them to tuck in their shirt? That's forever. Forever. And that's a business. Let's keep it going. Hey, Gary. Hey, Drew B. How's it going? Well. Excellent. Well, I want to start by thanking you, and this will lead right into my question, too. Um, I found you about six months ago. I co-own an all-natural skincare company. Uh, all-natural, eco-friendly, all that stuff. And uh, thanks to you, we got on TikTok. And about a week ago, uh, I had this 10-second video I got all self-conscious about. I was about to delete it, decided to post it anyway, and it just it went crazy. We sold out of everything except for one of our products, double our followers. It's just TikTok's nuts. Uh-huh. So I've heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to thank you for that. So true that you can't uh, imagine. Say that one more time for everybody in the back because it's super important. Not the part is. of the piece going viral. The port. Uh, the point of you actually driving business results. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It goes as long as you. As long as you don't get inside your own head, you just keep pushing stuff out there. Don't worry about looking stupid because I came this close to deleting that clip right before I uploaded it. And how, and how much worth of stuff did you sell? Uh, in like Roughly. two days, it was like $2,000, which is a lot for us. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot for anybody. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Keep it going. Thank you. I appreciate it. So that leads right into my question, which is, uh, you say to find what works best for you, whether it's, you know, typing, audio, video. What works best for me is video, I found out, especially quick, goofy clips where I'm acting silly while giving out information. Um, But you also say, you know, try to get on as many platforms as possible uh, and alter what you're doing depending on the platform. But what works for me it almost seems like it's tailor-made for TikTok and it doesn't do quite as well for Instagram and Facebook. You think I should just should I sh- share I think those? I think if you if somebody finds a place that's just made for them, I, I still believe you put 70% of your energy there okay. and you still put 30% of your energy in the other places because A, people become one-dimensional and like, right. you know, and then they and then eventually it teeters out. What's your TikTok right. handle by the way? Cuz I want to make sure everybody gets to follow you. My TikTok handle, uh, Naked Ape Brand. What was that? It's Naked Ape Brand. Naked Ape, like an ape that's yeah. naked. Yes, like humans, Naked Ape. <laughs> so like, Bape, like, 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 Bape, my favorite, like, brand, streetwear brand. Uh, I love that, Naked Ape, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, that's pretty much my first I love it. Questions. I really? love it. That, 
70% on TikTok right now. How many day, times a day are you posting on TikTok? Once every I, couple I, days or what? I aim for like four or five a day. It, yeah, it depends on the that's day. Great. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Awesome. What we're trying and to how do. Many, how many posts did you post before that one went bananas? That's the thing. Well, first, our fourth post went viral. Almost a million views. Um, we got sales from that too. Not quite as many because it wasn't about the business as much. It was just a general goofy thing. Um, but to get this one, we only posted probably 50 times. Um, have not only been on there for like two months and halfway through I teetered out. So it's really, it's incredible how quick it happened. Um, and that's the other thing I want to talk to you about too. I mean, I, everything you just said makes perfect sense about the 70% versus 30%. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's hard to find motivation for these other platforms when you post something on TikTok and it just goes, you know what I mean? Listen, people love instant gratification. Why do you think I, right. and, and it goes and it works. Why do you think I've been yelling for a year to get all this right. on there? Uh, right, right. Wait, can we not, people are saying they can't find your TikTok. Did we get the right, uh, Dustin, did we yep. get the right thing? I saw it when it came up. For some reason, it's, some people have trouble finding it. I don't, naked apron. Yeah, that's right. I don't know hmm. why it happens, but you search for it and TikTok hides it from people. Hmm. Okay, got to figure that out. Listen, brother, keep going. 70%. Don't get discouraged with four views on Instagram while you're getting a million on on TikTok because okay. you, you want to diversify and you never know when a platform disappears. Vine's not here anymore and some of right. the Vine kids like King Batch uh, you know, and others were smart and went on Instagram and Snap and now TikTok. Others just were one-dimensional, didn't want to leave Vine as it was declining and got hurt. You always right. have to hedge the platform that's working for you the best. Yeah, just be prepared. And then real quick, podcast, Twitter, LinkedIn for a direct consumer, all natural skincare company. You think those are especially? Yes, I do. Podcasts especially could be a monster. Okay, just need to find something I can talk true, about. True, true. The, the skincare product is the commodity. No matter right. how good your product is, I promise you on my life, it's the commodity. The marketing, right. the marketing plan is the variable. Right, right. Okay. Go ham. All right. All right. Uh, see okay. I Talk appreciate you. it. You got it. Bye-bye. Let's keep this going. Vine is forever. I love that, Adam. Vine is forever. Vine is forever because the nuances of Vine are still, you know, so important. So much of what works on TikTok is Vine culture. So Vine is forever, you know? I mean, so many of the things I learned on MySpace or social cam or Daily Booth are the things that are foundational to how I do content. Vidler, Ustream. This is Ustream. I just did Ustream. This, what I'm doing right now is Ustream. I used to do this on Ustream in 2009 or 10. So, all right, let's keep it going. Hey, how's it going? Good, bro. How are you? I'm doing good. So, uh, real quick, I just want to thank you, you know, for being on here. And so my question for you kind of comes back because I was listening to a podcast of years a couple days ago, and I think it was called uh, How to Not Give a F*** What People Think About You. And in that podcast, you were asked how to develop self-awareness. So I'm going to ask you that same question again today. You know, how do you think that you would go about developing yeah, self-awareness? I've thought about this a lot. What's your name, by the way? My Joshua. Joshua. So... Uh, Self-awareness is a real tricky one because if you really have it, it leads to a lot of good. And I think a lot of people don't have it. And I've been thinking about this for a long time. I don't have a tremendous answer, but I do have my best answer that I've gotten feedback has worked for some. I think the best thing one can do when they're worried about self-awareness 
is spend a couple of weeks to a month taking the four to seven people that they spend the most time with, whether they're close friends, coworkers, or family members, and spending a month basically telling them, listen, I'm genuinely worried about my own self-awareness. And I wanna give you a full month of this. I'm gonna ask you every day. But in a month, I wanna sit down and I want you to tell me what you think I'm good at and what I'm bad at. And I'm telling you, mom, dad, uncle, brother, best friend, coworker, sweet mate, college roommate, I'm telling you, don't be mean, but tell me the truth. And I won't be upset because you're doing me a huge favor. What, what have you been thinking about me that you've never said? Am I full of Am I lazy? Am I delusional? Am I rude? Am I condescending? You know, straight up, tell me the truth. I think a one month setup, and I mean a month, I mean it, where you get, because it's not, nobody's gonna be comfortable telling, like some people are too mean and they just wanna be mean. Some people are too nice and wanna hold it back. I struggle with candor, for example. But if you spend a whole month getting seven to 12 people that you spend the most time with in this place and then have this intervention and you get them to feel safe to tell you the truth, I think you might get very clean data, which then you can, what usually happens, and I've had some people reach out to me, what usually happens is nobody tells you something that you didn't know, they just tell you something that you wish they didn't know, and once you realize everyone actually knows, you start becoming more real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So I've I've, done many years of developing myself, my own self-awareness, I really believe that it's closely developed with a person's ability to dream of, you know, success and what they want to do. You know, if someone does not have a lot of self-awareness, they're, they might not be as ambitious or... As funny, it's, funny, it's funny you say that, Joshua. I would argue with you that the people that I feel struggle with the most self-awareness actually are delusional about success. It's funny you took that route. I... I I've experienced a little bit of the opposite. I think that there are so many people that sit in their couch and play 2K all day and smoke weed and talk about being a billionaire when they're not doing They're so delusional about their ambitious and goals that, that their actions aren't even remotely close to what is coming out of their mouth and their self-awareness is laughable. Okay, I, I definitely see where you're coming from on that. I guess what I was trying to say is people that are actually taking those steps towards success and you know they're actually on the proper route they have to that self-awareness is either developed through that or they have to previously have had that self-awareness i see i see i agree with both of those i think what's really cool about business or ambition and going through a process is sports music a lot of things if you're fair the market will tell you you know when you think you're going to be a basketball player and you're going through it and you're and you're terrible, to your point, that self-awareness is being taught because you're seeing the actual results. At the same token, conviction matters because a lot of times it's just a micro loss, but people take it as a macro loss and they give up instead of persevering. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for being on, John. Yeah, of course, is all right if I give a shout out real quick about you know a little bit about what I do? Sure. So, uh, so I run a Discord server right now, and I mentor people how to trade on the stock market, actually. And that's kind of what simply trading is on my screen. And we have motivational stuff every day where we go in, and just have a phone call, and we talk about, you know, people's success, their failures, and what they can do to kind of 
you know, better succeed every day. So, and is this, this is the Discord that right there? Simply training. Yeah, that's my Discord. It's also our YouTube and our Instagram channel that go along with that. So, good, good luck. Awesome, thank you. You have a good one. You too, Dustin with the early hook. Dustin, you don't like the right hooks? No, no, I was trying to mute because when you're talking, the, the it, feedback's real bad. But I, awesome. I hit the wrong button. No worries. All right, <laughs> let's keep it going. Big shout out to Jennifer Dalton. Hey, Karina. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for taking my call. And, of and huge thank you to Zane and Dustin and everybody doing this. They are doing so awesome, and I super, super appreciate them. Thank you. So um, here's my question. I'm a mom. Um, of course, my daughter's wonderful because she's my kid. Um, but realistically, she's a 13-year-old girl. She goes to public school, does karate, loves TikTok because she's a 13-year-old <laughs> girl. Yes. Um, I'm a huge believer in that whole tasting experience things. You know, don't want to just rely on the school system. They have their own problem, their own struggles. Um, so each year we've tried to find something that's like kind of glamorous, but do the, like the, the dirty work of it. So a few years ago, she published a book. Um, the next year, her and her godmother like turned it into a movie. So she got like the back screen grid of like filming over and over. Um, last year, she wanted to do public speaking. So she emailed a bunch of principals and spoke in like 60 some classrooms. Wow. Um, so doing the like, but the grit of it, you know, like getting yes, the, the process. Yeah, the process. So now we're in quarantine and I know there's some sort of cool experience for her to taste. I just can't figure out what. What's the best? What thing about to do? what about hosting virtual zooms around topics and being the conductor and the orchestrator of it? That's a great idea. Well, that's why that you keep, that's why you keep well. That, what, what, that's why you keep me around. You think I'm here for my looks? I mean, of course, that's a great. Idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But I think I think it's I think it's a really good idea. I think the challenge of finding a subject matter, uh, the challenge of finding people to come and join it. And then the challenge of, of you know, managing 25 people on a Zoom call. It's an incredible producer skill um, that I think could really, really be valuable for her and could be really fun and could really extend her network. That's a really, really good idea. What area do you think would be the best, like, I think she should pick uh, either one that is her learning about it. So she's kind of like the naive rookie with a bunch of people that do know about it or something she feels confident about. I mean, if she did a if she did a TikTok, you know, cool, you know, kind of group and like was educating people on what's really happening in the trenches, you'd probably find a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs and others either in their 20s, 30s, 40s that would probably want to join that and listen. Oh, I think you just you just fired a 13-year-old up. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Good okay. luck. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Karina. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's keep it going. All right, Facebook, TikTok. Oh, Gary, what's good? What's good, bro? Hey, what's good with you, man? Things are good. Whoa, oh, you're back. Super, super grateful again. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to do this. You have no idea how much this means to us. Uh, so a little bit of context to kind of get into it. So I'm from Calgary, Canada. I uh, was supposed to come see you in Edmonton, which, by the way, I saw perhaps September, yes? Yep, I did not want, I mean, I was so fired up about the Edmonton talk. Um, cause I've never given a big keynote there. And so I, I am fighting super hard for it. So hopefully September. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so a little bit of context here. So I work in the news media and say what you will about the media, but I've been doing that for about a decade. And so my portfolio is, is I manage our digital websites right across Canada. So we're mm -hmm. talking 
Montreal, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. So daily, there's a lot of content that comes out daily, daily, daily. About a year ago, a year and a half ago, um, I started a fitness business because, you know, I was inspired. I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit when I was a kid, when I was 12 years old. I started a paper route just because I wanted to play Pokemon Blue. Like that was my thing on the Game Boy, right? So I've always had that spirit and I kind of pulled the trigger early 2019, been doing it for about a year um, and it's been really successful. So what I ended up doing was a lot of my content creation and I'm everywhere, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, everywhere. I have my own blog. I started a podcast. I've got it all. And what I would do is I'd commute into work and the commute is about 45 minutes one way. And I would do a lot of my work on the train, right? So while everybody else, you know, searching the news and I was working on my business right there on the phone. And it's amazing how much success I had out of that. Well, then COVID hit. And with COVID, my entire days at work have shifted. So I'm working 10, 12, 13 hour days sometimes dealing with the news Um, that I'm just not finding the energy to keep up, right? Like I'm doing client services. That's first and foremost. I'm taking care of my clients. I'm calling in. I'm checking up on them. I'm making sure that everything is really, really good with the people that I'm working with. But outside of that, you you know, how do I find the energy to to continue when I'm just so burnt out? Are you able to not go 10 and 13? Are you able to like carve out an hour for lunch or dinner or breakfast? Or are you able to? I'd love to say yes. Um, The problem is, though, is I'm the manager of the department and I'm a team of two. So our our news agency is very small in consideration, you know, compared. We're no, you know, big, big game player. We're no big game players. So it kind of all falls on my shoulders. Um, And it it was falling on your shoulders before. But the rules of coming into the office enabled you to have time. Is that what you would say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. talk talk to me about sleeping. So it's funny that you say that. <laughs> um, you know, the, the the day that everything kind of went south when the NBA canceled their their season, we had our second child. So we're wow, dealing congratulations. with. Yeah, thank you. We we are, we have newborn life right now too. So sleep is kind of. Yeah. So iffy. so here's what I would say. I would say that you're overjudging yourself in a tiny, tiny, tiny micro moment, Justin. Mm. I don't think you have to find the motivation in the time where COVID and a second child hit at the same exact day. I don't think you have to. I don't think Mm -hmm. you have, like people feel like you have to be on point always in perpetuity. There's nothing wrong with you being off and not motivated on your side hustle yeah. you know, for four and a half months. Yeah. Nothing will change. Yeah. I so think, I think you should stop judging yourself. Yeah. But how do I like, the thing is, is I enjoy creating content. That's the part I love. But you're tired right? by now. Yeah. I enjoy watching the Jets. They're not playing. Hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just not in that place right now. Yeah. It doesn't mean you won't be in that place on September 18th. Yeah. I, I just feel that there's so much opportunity. You know, we, there we is. Talk, there's but, so much but, opportunity. But and waste, I wait, wasting four and a half months isn't going to mean. All these things that I talk about, there's, there's polar opposite pulls and they're both okay. Here's what I mean by that. Wasting four and a half months isn't going to mean. 
just blew the mind of a lot of people watching here because they're like, no, no, you talk about going at it. I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, there's an unlimited amount of opportunity every second. Mm -hmm. At the same token, in the balance of actual life, it's also super okay to not do for four and a half months. Yeah. Especially, especially when it's under this circumstance. Yeah. You, you have to manage virtually during a pandemic that happens once every hundred years at the same moment that you had a second child. Yeah. You know, no, not doing for four and a half months when your parents are paying for your lifestyle and you're sitting and doing that's not exciting. Yeah. You, you specifically right now, like take a breath and just like enjoy having a second child and like take care of your business and like just just don't over, you know, worry. Like I understand you, it brings you happiness. You know, by the way, this is not a joke. Garage sailing in the spring and summer really helps me. It's like an escape for all my stress. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not completely, like I'm not doing, I mean, I'm still... I'm then, still, then even better, then you're just over judging yourself. Yeah. You're being impatient mm-hmm. and judgmental against your own self. Mm. Yeah. I and mean, no I always grew up. No re- for no reason. I mean, yeah. I always grew up that way. And I just, you know, I'm just, I, I feel like I'm an overachiever. And yeah, but I, you, need to, you need to build a real relationship between ambition and love for your own self. Mm. So should I carve out more time to practice that or more time to create content? It doesn't matter. You should focus on not beating yourself up. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, my wife, she's this real superstar right now, but you know, she, she's, she's doing what she can, but I'm like, I'm in crisis mode at work and sometimes the baby's crying and I got to get up and I got to like with the news cycle, it's just, it's nonstop. It's nonstop. Listen, you know what else was nonstop? World War II. And Hurricane Katrina. And the Black Plague. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, life. Yeah. So just so just pause, stop judging myself, and just wait for it to pass. 100%. Because I don't know if you heard. It's going to. COVID won't be here forever. Yeah. And your second baby won't be three weeks old forever. Yeah. This is the fun time where you have to eat. You have to glamorize the, like, you know what I do when it's, I think about nine years from now talking about the, Mm. and being grateful for the non. It's as if people only want it to be good all the time. Yeah. Like, like, as if they, like, people are so entitled. Like, what, we were the, like, all us humans watching right now, we were supposed to be part of the generation that just lived a hundred years of all prosperity and good? It's not how the world works. Yeah. Some people were living nice and calm and then Genghis Khan came to their town and killed them. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, people are confused. You know how many people's lives were saved because of COVID? My dear friend Nipsey Hussle died a year ago during COVID. If COVID happened a year ago, he wouldn't have been out. He would have been in his home. He'd be alive. He probably would have lived for another 60 years. Kobe Bryant wouldn't have been on that plane if COVID started just a month earlier. Mm. Like, perspective. perspective, man. Like, yes, there's a lot of bad. There's also a lot of good. And for you, strict, you know, just listening and getting your vibe, like this, man, like enjoy the eating. Enjoy the, ba- like, sometimes you got to grab the baby, hold the baby and be on your computer at 1.13 in the morning and look at the reflection of the computer and just smile at yourself that you were built for this too. 
That's real, man. I don't, I don't know why people just smile when they're on a beach with a pina colada. Sometimes you gotta smile at your face when the baby just took a and it's 1.12 in the morning and the person you're managing isn't showing up. You just gotta look at the computer screen, see your face and just smile at yourself like, let's go. Yeah. Got Let's it? go. And, and man, I'm like, I'm, I'm live streaming right now on my own pages because, Good. you know, I have to, I don't have to, but you know what I mean? I just, yeah. let's, let's get some content. Let's grow. Let's make sure that we're doing what we can. Cause I don't want to quit. This is my passion. This of is my side. Of course you're not going to quit. You're not quitting. You're, 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 you're adjusting to the reality of the situation for a micro moment in the scheme of your hundred years of life. Yeah. People struggle with perspective. It's just the one thing I was gifted with and I, adore it and it's very easy for me to articulate it and this little three minutes is really easy like sometimes you just gotta smile at you know there's that scene in the movies where the tough guy gets punched in the face like gets punched and and the, like the blood comes out and then the next moment comes back and he just smiles at you that's me when bad i like it and i want more people to like it because it's part of the equation mm. it's part of the game and i i think people need to start enjoying the dirt more yeah Bro, can I grab a picture? Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gary. Take care. See ya. Stay well. Whew, that was a little bit of a moment. Dustin, let's make sure the team clips that. That needs to get on the gram. Got it. Mm -hmm. Jess, how are you? Hi. Hello. I'm Hello. good. How are you? I'm well. <laughs> Um, so my question is pretty much I've been struggling with trying to stay true to myself. I am, um, I, I make videos on YouTube and I've been doing this for about three years or so. I started off doing natural hair. Honestly, I was just always a creative person, but I just decided to try to do creative stuff to my hair just just because I was in that journey at that time in my life and that. as I got older I kind of realized that I really just want to inspire other girls to love themselves naturally like promote natural beauty because I mean I know when I first started I could not get on like the computer or I mean I couldn't go on video without makeup I couldn't walk out the house I had to just everything was just perfect and I just cared about how I looked but as I got older I was like that stuff doesn't really matter. But now it's like, now that I'm transitioning into natural beauty and love yourself, but like the the um, audience that I already built, they want the natural hair glam girl. And you've, you've got to, you've got to adjust. You got to leave them behind. I, I live this Jess. I, I, do you know how, I mean, my first year of doing business content and not wine content, my audience was on tilt. And, they mm -hmm. and a lot of them, and ninety and seventy percent of ninety percent of them left. Mm. Yeah. Just like you have the self esteem, and um, I'm so proud of you to not give up about quote unquote looking perfect. You now have to not give up about lowering losing viewers and subscribers. That's your next step. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. And then also, I I try to promote. This is like, I mean, the natural hair community is pretty much you, you know girls who rock their natural hair, and I try to 
I don't, I used to not like follow anyone else because I have, I'm very competitive <laughs> and I can't get into the state where I'm like uh, uh, trying to compare myself, but I feel like I'm closed off into the community. So I've tried to go out and follow other girls and everything like that. But then I find myself like, okay, well they get a lot of views because they're doing, and then they're keeping on trend and they're showing the makeup. And then I'm, I'm like yeah. overthinking myself. You, yeah, you've got to you've got to get jealousy and envy out of your body. You got to practice. Their success and happiness has nothing to do with you. The world is abundant, Jess. They're not stealing your views. Yeah, yeah. Darling, listen to me. The world is abundant. Nobody's stealing your views. I know so many people that are competitive with other influencers and content makers. It's destroying them. As if somebody else's success has anything to do with you. It's a very ugly trait. Envy and jealousy is a poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's poison. You should be happy for them. Yeah. You gotta learn this. You gotta learn this. I'm telling you right now. You don't you don't train this one. You don't tweak this one. You're you're gonna be in a bad place forever. People, you know, tearing down somebody else's building to make your building feel big is loser. Mm-hmm. And I do care about, I mean, I, I want others to be successful. It's just hard, hard trying more, to re, not, rebrand myself when I see, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean. You know where this I is going. Know. Yeah, you're not, you're, you're yeah. Gonna, you know you're not going to win this game because you already know. You're too sm- <laughs> I can feel your, your, your smartness on this because you've already, look, you have the luxury of being naturally beautiful, so it's been easy to go natural. But like, listen to me, listen to me. You have to go back to zero followers in your mind. That's what I did. Yeah. You have to go mm-hmm. back to zero. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, you, you will pick up a bigger audience of being your true self than trying to hold on to just hack the algorithm or the fan base for another view. You're not that mm-hmm. girl anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and, so and by true. The way, this is I- a big deal just because this is about to happen to everybody because kids are about to get more famous more often earlier because of TikTok and YouTube and Instagram but then they're gonna go through life and they're not gonna be the same person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, and that's true, I even told myself, I'm like, I wish I could just start from zero because I feel like all of my subscribers are not even, like, like what is the point? <laughs> I'm not even, yeah, in, the head, in my head, yes, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> and I have one more question. Um, so I, the reason why I'm on here is because actually my boyfriend helped me find you. It was because of him. And, and I feel like, anyways, I just wanted, could I ask a question for him? Of course. Is that possible? Well, he wants to, I've been trying to tell him about getting on social media as well. He's so anti it. He does not, he's a Scorpio. I don't know that, but he doesn't like being a what? He just a Scorpio. I I don't know. You know, you know who else is a Scorpio? You, I know. (laughs) I know. There goes that theory i know <laughs> but anyways he's really he loves cars like just being in his car driving he loves the car culture and i've said like start your own youtube channel but he doesn't know like how do you start your a youtube I, channel i would tell you? i would tell him how old is he uh he's 24 you have to get him on tiktok tiktok let me, let me tell you why it will work there he'll get he'll get feedback quickly oh is he in the building mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. right here. Get over here. What's his name? Okay, Blake. What's, What's up, going bro? on, Gary? What's good, bro? What's going on? Thanks for putting me on. Of course, thank Blake, you. Listen, Thank you for all your content. T- of course, bro. TikTok, bro. TikTok, bro. Listen, 
she's right. You can always stop it. Mm-hmm. This is just all about, you know, just it's all just about self-confidence, self-awareness. Like it's really just not giving up what people think. Not yourself, okay. not your homies. Once you go there, mm-hmm. like I promise what's going on on TikTok right now, especially youth culture around kind of like Grand Theft Auto, like speed cars, like all that. Like there's some real, and bro, and it's real opportunity. You make one video that oh. pops off. Now you got Maserati DMing you saying, yo, you want to drive? Like that you dream of can happen okay. by you making, you see where I'm going? Yeah, it's not I about you. you have to become the biggest or make a million bucks. It's about mm-hmm. you might be able to test drive a car that's not in the market because all the brands are about to get really focused on TikTok. And if you're that mm-hmm. guy, you're gonna have a life experience that you're that you'd be dreaming of, and it just costs making eight TikTok videos. Okay. And I can vouch for that because of you. I went on TikTok, and um, yeah, I I see the results already. And Je- and Jess, that's a platform where you don't have to work. That is a platform you're starting at zero. So go ham on what you want to be talking about. Yes, thank you. All right, guys, take care. Have a great day. Yeah, see you. See you. Nice meeting you. I don't know what happened over the weekend, but I'm sharp as a knife this morning. Stuff's coming out hot. Like, I don't know if you guys are feeling it. Dustin, I don't know if you're forgetting here. I don't know if you're feeling it, Dust, but I'm, I'm wise as this morning. When you first came into the stream today, I was a little like... Worried? Because you looked like you were kind of like... Yeah, I was. Not in a good mood. I wasn't. I, have, I had a real, you know, because you know, most don't, like I work and yeah, have yeah. real responsibilities. And I had an interesting, like frustrating moment before yeah, I came on. I could tell. And then, yeah. but then I just... That's why I like when you come on here. Like you're, yeah. you just feel so much better. Yeah, dude. The, once the lights go on, <laughs> come on. You know. All right, let's keep going. Let's get one more in. Yep. I did, Derek. I got real life stuff. Sawyer, what's good? What's up, Gary? This is I'm super, super grateful for this opportunity, dude. Appreciate. Um, it. I'm a 20 year old farmer slash entrepreneur from Southeast Iowa, small town. I didn't Love go it. to college, and you were one of the biggest influences on that decision. Um, and honestly, it's been the de- best decision I could have made for myself. I got super self-aware. I knew I wanted to be a farmer and I also wanted to pursue entrepreneur. And I knew, and having a farm and running a farm with your family is kind of a business in itself. So I always kind of Big knew time. that I want to have a business, but I also wanted to build something on my own, you know, and on the side and get money, make money from something else other than the farm to help grow the farm. So my biggest aspiration is to build a brand around my farm, which I'm doing right now, and uh, launch a company off the back end of my audience. And that's my biggest dream. That's my biggest aspiration. Um, My biggest struggle is not seeing the likes. You know, I don't care about the likes. I'm super, I don't care about your patient. Um, The biggest thing I have, the biggest struggle I have is entrepreneurship, as you know, is a lonely road. And so is being in Southeast Iowa, as you know, yeah, or you don't yeah, know, yeah. you grew up in New York, but no, but bro, it's funny, bro. It's funny. Like, don't get it twisted. Like where my parents live, like we're like in farm cut, like, bro, <laughs> I, I had a cow like in high, my high school years. Like, like <laughs> oh, I, I, my high school was 25 minutes away from where I live. Like I, I'm a, like, I grew up mainly in Edison where it was mm-hmm. definitely like multicultural, like super like city vibe, like, you know, that kind of place, mm-hmm. like a New York suburb. But then, but then like my high school years were here in, like hunting season. That's pigs. dope. I, I, I told my parents, I never tell my pig story. Like my dad had pigs. I <laughs> co- I like, I, like bro, I, I got a little farm in me, bro. So I got a little farm <laughs> in me. There you go. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so I get it. So it's lonely. 
right? Yeah, Lacking and, people. And farming is lonely as well. You know, it's just me and my dad running this and I just feel so, so what, isolated. So so let's let's do this. Let's create an entrepreneurial group for you right now. Do you have an Instagram account? Uh yeah. My I'm mostly active on at my farm account. It's Go at this will do farm on all platforms. TikTok, what is that YouTube. one more time? At this will do farm. This will do farm. This will do like this will do. You know, like this will do. Yep, this will do. Can you spell it? So is that T H I S? Here, let me just show you. <laughs> is it like this will do? Like as in babe? Like no, this? No, I say like take the W out. Just take the right. Take out the W. You're looking this, at it. Yeah, take the W out in the I, and it's just this will do farm. Got it. No W, no I. No, no W, no I. Let's hope, watch like this. A like a so comma. I watch this. Yep, I got you. But there's no comma in the handles, right? So it's no, that, there's no comma. In the so handle. is that it? Look at it. Yep, that's it. Good. On all platforms. Good. How many? Let's see how many followers you have on your Instagram right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send everybody to your Instagram. That's an entrepreneur oh, or that like or that likes. <laughs> oh, you know. Yep. So right now you have, bro. You're doing well. I do. I took. I've been following you for years, man. I can see I, it. I see the content. You've got, bro. You're doing a nice job. Thank you very much. Seventy six ten, seventy six twenty four. I. It's. I'm. I know that my audience is on uh, YouTube. That's mostly where the farm community lives at. But I'm just doing. I post a vlog every week on YouTube, and then chop up my micro content, just like you say, post it on Instagram. So, Sawyer, here's what's gonna happen. You're starting to get a bunch of followers. I'm gonna ask everybody who's following Sawyer and this'll do farm um, to leave a comment on his latest post. I'll do the same. It's a nice little photo. I like the photos. Are you taking those photos? Yeah, I'm doing all the content myself. Uh, it's, Bro, you're doing a good job. I saw my man Rip, Rip's Cards is in there. He's a young hustler that does card flipping. Awesome. Here's awesome. what I want. People are leaving comments right now, starting to already. A lot of people have followed already. You're up to 7,800. <laughs> Crazy. I want everybody oh, to leave so a comment much. and say, I'll, like, so basically leave a comment and say, you know, I'll join the community. I'll join the community. I think you need to start a Facebook group. Okay. Or, or like, some other closed community. I think Facebook groups is a great infrastructure for this. Um, or DM everybody who leaves a comment to a URL, and you should start a Zoom or a Google Hangout thing Bro, there's so many people. First of all, your content's so good that I think you can help a lot of people that are on here right now. So you Appreciate can be shooting that. this shit there, this and that. Like, I think there's something really good, bro. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bro, you're, you're, this is really well done. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that I mean, it's, it's so well done. I'm, I'm, I'm adding, I'm adding your one picture of you being crazy with the pigs in my stories. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bro. Hey, tell Caleb uh, his homie from his homie from Iowa got to go on a Zoom call with you. My Caleb? Yeah, Caleb. That's your guy? Yeah, that's my guy. Eight eight thousand now. We're yeah. growing here, baby. <laughs> Crazy. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just that's my biggest thing. Like, so listen, I get a, you're getting ahead. a ton of people. You're getting a ton of people that are leaving comments. Here's Lottery Life, Lottery of Life, who said, "Bro, I used to be a farmhand on a 300 acre farm." Your Caleb just said this is hilarious, so he's fired up. <laughs> awesome, bro! You're getting a ton of like you've got 300 comments on this latest post. Crazy! Oh my god! So, Thank you so much. So, so what's interesting though is like these people want to be your friend. 
Right. So these people will become your virtual friends. Mm -hmm. Like if you basically ask everybody right now, if you reply to everybody and say, can you reply with your email? As a matter of fact, everybody start replying with your email. If they reply with their email, you put it into an email list and then you email them out a Google Hangout link every night and just like, oh, let's all shoot the for 35, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people are about to become friends. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I never even thought about doing that really. Yeah, bro, you could be, a, you could be living in a virtual city. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for sure. And everybody's got a great mindset. So yeah, that's awesome. Definitely in this community. It's the right yeah. kind. Yeah, so I'm going to sure. hang up and you need to go start replying to all. <laughs> Let's see how many. You have 294. Now you have comments. Now you have on your latest post, you're up to 400 comments. <laughs> oh my God. And these are people that are like, just trying to like, people are just leaving their email already. Matt mm -hmm. at Ritter time. Like people are just like, you know, like just want to be, you know, that's nuts. Hey, right, can I ask you one last thing? Yes. Real quick. When do you think is a good time to launch a company off the back end of your audience? I know you preach. Trust, well, what do you, what do you want to sell? Audience. What do you want to sell? Well, I was thinking maybe a direct to consumer pork, Iowa pork box, because we produce a lot of pigs or, you know, I want to go different. I think a bunch of people just do a lot of clothing companies off the back end of the audiences. I was I thinking, want pork. This will, like, I was thinking of doing like a, this will do tool uh, tool company doing a doing a tool company something totally different. I think than, the pork yeah. thing is super smart. Yeah, and I think what I've been seeing in the boxer month space is the ability to, um, thank you, is the ability to do it quarterly. Okay. You know, okay. if you created it called pork of the season and you do it like in January, April, you know, August, November. Yep. I think you'll, you've got one customer here right now. <laughs> Crazy. Do you think that I should continue to put out, con like obviously put out content, but do you think I should continue to build that trust? Or do you think, I wait think a couple of years, you know what's funny? Trust? Food is a good one because like, obviously a lot of people don't eat pork because they're diets, but people right. that do, like, it's kind of like wine text, right? Like mm -hmm. the reason I get so, and when you, and in a year when you turn 21, you better <laughs> sign up bro like, <laughs> I will. like don't you worry because for me it's like if anybody if you're bringing people value if they're going to the store and buying pork why wouldn't they buy it from you it's kind of how i right. feel about wine tax right mm -hmm. i get so because i'm like i'm not even asking for myself i'm asking for my dad i'm like you're first of all when it's great and i'm sure like fresh from farm pork like direct, iowa pork, yeah, yeah bro like i want that iowa pork <laughs> that would be my selling point is you know iowa pork is supposed to be the best in the world and because we're the number one leading pork producing, you know, state. So, bro, I'm about that Iowa pork. I would, right. I, I would, I would Hell sign yeah. up for a subscription to get some pork, you know, once a quarter. Are, is, awesome. pork, is pork different in different times of year? Like, is the, is there like a way to make it like unique that like in January they're a little fatter, in August it's a little no, leaner? No, not really. Not really. Uh, not really. But I'm trying to think about what you can add. Like, if you can add like a vegetable to it or a recipe or work. You know, there's a lot you can do. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I. I was thinking about maybe people being able to customize their box and put whatever they kind of cuts they want in their box. Yes. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like yes, if I you do. want pork loin or, you yep. know, you want. I think I would push you to have less customization and more scale. So like one month is pork, you know, like one quarter, I think four times a year, pork loin, I don't. Like, like I, I just want to eat snout. Like, can I? Can you save some snouts for me, bro? I you eat snout. snout. Yeah, dude, I the snout's make, delicious. Yeah, I'm about the snout. So anyway, <laughs> I gotta run. I'm already late for my thing. Right. I'm having fun. Hey, Talk to you, you soon. You got yep, it, brother. Talk to you. See ya. All right, we're out of here. Make it very simple.
if you don't do it now, I'm just kind of finished. Winetext.com, sign up, all in challenge. Uh, please go buy a $10 raffle ticket to my uh, experience, which is remarkable. I'm gonna send you off with it right now. And thank you everybody who was watching. And most of all, please go to Twitter right now and hit me up at Gary VEE, just like every channel. And just give me a sense of, uh, tell me that you just signed up for Winetext. Tell me what you thought the best part of today's show was. Uh, and by the way, see a lot of you in the comments. How do you get on this show? Very easily, 212. 931-5731, um, 212-931-5731. Text me uh, your question. Use hashtag T with Gary V. We will see you tomorrow. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review goes to Incredible by JJGGBNK. T with Gary V number 11 killed it. The honesty and brashness light up people's minds and get them going. The insight you gave entrepreneurs today showed me how to approach my wife with her business and how she can truly run with it if she starts the video content. She is very much like the last guest the Jers girl, and just finds the video content to be difficult to put out. Having her listen currently, stoked to get her business and following for homeschooling doubled. Thanks. So just keep those reviews coming and we can highlight yours next.